0: Boof. Lift Hello, welcome to Drinking Gourd Podcast. I'm your host, T. Meliani, and today I wanted to talk about energy, specifically energy work and what it is, any misconceptions. And I really just wanted to focus on the fact that energy works for you. So if you're ready to hear all about it, go ahead and take a deep breath with me. let's just listen and just chill as always if you have any questions or thoughts that come up During this talk, and you want to ask them, there should be a little comment box below where you can do all that. Okay, I really look forward to hearing back from you. So, as I was doing a little bit of research, I discovered Amelie du Chatelet, who discovered that energy is in fact conserved and can never be destroyed, only changed and evolved in form. And this little fact kind of inspired some channeled message, I suppose, about how I would define energy and what i came up with is that energy is the innate status of being within any given person place object or form And depending on the shape, size, and the material compounds of those four things will depend on the type, form, and amount of energy that they contain at any given moment in space-time. So with that, not everything holds a, a specific, like the same amount or the same type of energy at any given point. Um, and I think that is something to consider, like, we're not gonna hold the same energy as a tree. The, the type of energy, how long it holds or conserves energy is gonna be different upon, you know, how humans um, do all of those things. And I think that energy is something given uh, to us um, by slash through God's source, um, by slash through way of our parents and our ancestors so when it comes to energy work I feel it is a a deeply ancestral practice that this energy that we are working with, that is working for us, is energy that has been passed down for millions of years from those who came before us, from the wombs of all of our mothers and our mothers mothers and our mothers 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 mothers. so within this belief or this knowing that i have herein lies the problem and the source of my emotional response when I see and hear uh, discussions and topics about Reiki, which is probably the most common and known about method of energy work in today's um, kind of society and space. I am level 2 Reiki certified and I took this certification back in 2018 and 2019 and I sought out knowledge and understanding of energy work because it was something that was brought into me through my massage practice. I had had a few people so multiple people mentioned to me that they could see energy um, and or feel it emanating from me as I was working on them and I'm gonna be honest with you this is something that kind of terrified me upon the time that I heard it because I didn't want to be influencing people in any way shape or form without their knowledge and consent and especially without my own knowledge and consent Um, and that was kind of like my main concern upon hearing this and I refer back to that um, to affirm to myself that I do energy work if I do energy work and it comes from a a place of good and um from my heart and I think this is the most important rule when it comes to any energy work that is given or received Now, although I am um, Reiki 2 level certified, I, myself, do not feel that I am in any way, shape, or form completely knowledgeable and educated on the topic of Reiki. And I feel that's a problem considering I am certified at level two. I just don't feel that, at least in this Western hemisphere, this Western world, that we really take into the account the importance of manipulating others energies and I feel like there's a lack of training and understanding and knowledge um, about the whole thing and we have too many people running around claiming to be certified and claiming to be experts in what they are saying they're doing. And that's a problem to me. That's a problem to me. So alternatively, why should you listen to me? Um, I'm just coming here with my own opinions, uh, my own understandings, and my own lived experiences. I am not an expert of Reiki, but I do feel that I am a very well-practiced psychic somatic practitioner. And that may not be a word that you hear every day, it's just how I describe myself. But I do use um, psychic methods and somatic methods, which somatic means of the body of the um, like somatic, this vibrational sound, um, physical experience. Um, I am a practitioner of those two things. And I have over 10 years experience in physical and energetic manipulation of the body. I have worked very closely with the physical body and um, have learned through myself and through um, educational classes how energy and emotions and psychic spiritual energies work with and influence our physical body and lived experience that was a lot of mumbo jumbo it sounded like um, but I'm just happy to say that I, I'm i in a space where I feel confident to share this information. Um, and I've had enough experiences to where I wanna talk about it. I feel like it's not things that people have really talked about it. So we are here following the drinking gourd just as spirit wants. So again, I'm only highlighting Reiki in this discussion because it is the most commonly talked about method um, of energy work in, in our time right now. So I just feel like This is where I'll reach my audience, and this is where I can hopefully dispel some myths and diversify your understanding of energy work. As I've practiced um, Reiki, it didn't feel right. It just didn't feel right to me. The use of symbols, the this feeling of initiation, and that somehow there is like a type of like worthiness after being initiated. It just Because energy is conserved and never can be destroyed or changed and evolved, I also have issues with those beliefs um, about needing to use symbols and needing to be initiated. Um, Throughout my practice of massage, I also spoke to other massage therapists who feel similarly in that Reiki just never really felt right to them. Um, When I would perform Reiki and especially distance Reiki, it felt like really the more symbols that were used, the more tired, the more exhausted I would be after a session. and i think a lot of it is like exposing yourself to another person's energy matrix it's a lot um especially if you take into account what i had said earlier about how energy is it comes from this long ancestral line You don't know what people are carrying at any given moment. Um, and, And energy can come in a lot of forms, forms that we even have yet to understand, okay? So willingly, stepping into someone's energy soup and sticking your little soup spoon in and stirring it around, that's just, I think, giving yourself way too much responsibility. Um and then it like innately intertwines the the energetic experiences of these two people who within like a private practice setting are completely unassociated except for this business and that has become quite lucrative a little too lucrative in my opinion Um, energy work is not, I want to say it's not supposed to be that difficult, but I, I feel like it's not something that we are meant to be doing for others or like influencing onto others. I did a little bit more research on, like, the, the origins of Reiki, um, and, um, Mikau Usui, and, um, it's, it's not enough for me. <laughs> it, I had to look at, like, multiple articles and, uh, various youtube videos and you know a lot of the research from when i had taken my class um there's just like too much unknowns for me to think of this as legit and I don't know if that's just what we've picked up on the Western side and if there's more information somewhere in Japan, but there, there's not a lot that's known. There's not a lot that's known and that's concerning to me. Um, what, what was this guy's intentions? And that's what it boils down to for me. I got some information that he, uh, was born into a wealthy family, which ding, 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 that rings a lot of bells for me about someone's intention, right? Um, he also had, like, a lot of different businesses and professions that he was going into and that had, some had failed, um... There's there's a lot of like flip flopping of the story and, and like what exactly his reasoning was for going up on this mountain. Um some people were like maybe it's Schmuershmide or maybe he just wanted to like meditate and get closer to god um i read some information about how reiki actually existed before this guy and he was hell-bent on searching for how to do it himself because previously this type of energy work was only performed by people who were born with the gift like there was no way for people to learn how to do this energy work on others it was just something that you were born with and these very few people were just thought of as gifted healers and for some reason Mikau Sui was like I don't know I want the power and it became a mission of his for some reason Um, and that's why he sat up on this mountain um, and meditated. Now upon my further research of this mountain uh, it's just a more iffiness for me like apparently there are some pretty strange and cool energies on this mountain some like magnetic fields that will twist and bend trees um doesn't exactly sound holy to me Uh, that's a little concerning like we don't mess with magnetically energetically weird places on earth to me that's just like a big no thank you okay But there's photos you can find online of these trees looking all twisted and mangled, and they're growing that way, and they- they look disturbed to me. They look disturbed. So, also on this mountain, Mount Kurama, um, there's like, demons, or like, trickster gods uh they again i'm not educated and i have zero japanese background so i i don't have knowledge of this but these these types of spirits um on this mountain like i think they're called like tengu or something they're they're not like good <laughs> they're not they're not super good guys. They're, they're seen as like tricksters and harbingers of war. Um, and, and every, and they're connected to the nature innately. So like they, they kind of just hang on this mountain area and, and I, uh, have deep beliefs about, uh, Nature spirits and nature deities. Um, and according to how it's described, they like shapeshift into animals and whatnot. I definitely see these beings as spirits of the land, right? And um, my understanding of spirits of the land and nature deities is. They have their own agenda. And more often than not, that agenda does not align with the well-being of humans. Okay? And, look, I completely understand. I have a lot of respect for nature spirits and and earth deities i really do the utmost respect and if these guys are they have their own agenda they're seen as trickster tricksters and harbingers of war then like who was mikao sui getting these symbols from if he was on their mountain it just feels eerie to me it feels not okay all right and then again with this guy's intentions I just feel like his intentions were Pretty much exactly what Reiki has turned into, which I believe is the full fledged, like, capitalist venture agenda. All right. I feel like all intention of healing and Educating individuals about energy within themselves and around them is lost at this point, and Reiki is a selling point, okay? That's why I'm here talking about this. It's sad to me. So given what I know... And what I've felt with my own experiences. I just. I don't resonate with Reiki. And it kind of scares me. I feel like when. These symbols were placed on my body. In initiation. It feels icky to me. It feels icky to me, and I want them removed. I I don't think that initiation is necessary to use energy to get in touch with energy to manipulate energy within and around us. We don't need um, like anyone to allow us. To use it. The having to trace symbols in order to perform this Reiki seems very counterintuitive and silly to me. Um, I was, again, I tell you how I came into energy work. I was doing energy work already without these things and I only wanted deeper understanding okay and I thought that I had found that um, within Reiki but I found it with myself because it is innate to us right I don't want anyone to feel like they need something outside of themselves in order to feel worthy of energy work, whether it's performed or received. I don't like that. Each and every one of us come into this world with the gift and I think it's just based off of, you know, how we live our life um, and what our belief systems are that determine how easily or how difficult this comes to us. I spent a lot of time alone as a child um, in silence in my room Um, out in nature and in that time alone I listened a lot to myself, to my body, to nature, to the voices in my head and I deeply attribute that, those moments of solitude, to my attunement to energy right now and my attunement to my own abilities right now and so all I think is that it takes practice do I believe that you can learn energy work yes I do believe that energy work is something that can be learned. However, do I believe that energy work is something that can be taught? I'm skeptical. Because here's the thing, because energy already exists within us, it's kind of like (sighs) someone can teach you their methods of energy manipulation is it gonna work for you? maybe are you gonna understand it? maybe is the same type of energy that the energy form that they are using, the power within the energy, um, the matrix that it works within, is it gonna work for you? Maybe not, most likely not. I feel like in learning energy work you have to learn your own energy. And that's going to be very specific to each individual. And because of the nature of energy and because of its many forms and uh, frequencies that it can exist within, and because there's so many of those that we as humans are just completely ignorant about like we have so much to discover you guys it's it's insane um we don't understand it whole as a species yet so understanding it within the individual is is difficult and i think because humans in general right now we're like ego beasts uh, ego um based beings that's how we understand things is is through ego and I think that's why Reiki has uh formed a strong attachment to um kind of being the defining thing for energy right now um it's very like I worked hard to learn these things so now I like deserve authority in them and it's it's so much more complex than that. It's really so much more complex than that. So, how do I want to leave y'all today? I, I want to leave you curious. I want to leave you asking questions. And I want to leave you interested in getting to know yourself better and getting to know your energy better. And I am really excited to continue to talk about the ways in which we can get to do that for ourselves and how we can understand ourselves and our healing process Mm. so again i want to urge you to ask questions in the little comment box below i really, yeah, I come up with these topics mostly from, like, emotional response, and instead of, like, acting unhealthy like I did in the past, I'm like, I'm just gonna go talk to the void about it, man. So, (laughs) whatever works, right? Um, I'm I'm happy to get this information out, but I don't want to, like, leave y'all just hanging on, like, Mic drop. Reiki's a joke. Like, (laughs) Uh, I don't want to leave you hanging. There is alternatives. Like, I I believe just like every culture has like their own form of massage. uh, I think every culture has their own form of energy work. So. I would urge you to, like, get curious about your ancestral lines and the methods of manipulating energy that your ancestors had, whether it was, like, ceremony and dance around a fire, um, from within the costume makings and from reciting prayers to... um, like, marches and walks through natural habitats. Like, there are so many um, ways that indigenous peoples have of just connecting with the energy within themselves and the energy outside of themselves. And these methods live within us still. They live within us still. Um, things like yoga, like there's so many kinds of yoga from, from all continents, you know, like, and it's not just called yoga. Like we just, yeah, I hate English. I hate English so much because it's, it's limiting, but you get the gist of it. There's a lot of different ways that we can move and manipulate um, energies, and and we're doing it every day, whether we like it or not. I think it's just um, about intention, and and about awareness, and um, how we use the tools that are given to us, and. Those tools are highly dependent on our cultures and our our genetic backgrounds more often than not. You know, so I urge you to do some 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 self research um, about that if you are looking to get more into energy work for yourself. Um, I think the focus should always be the self. And even before I became, um, I guess more confident in my uncomfortability with Reiki, I was like doing Reiki just on myself mostly. And I believe that the basis of any energy practice should be oneself. I just, I don't think energy work should be done or performed by others, really. And and I, I would say more so energy manipulation because energy work can look a lot of different ways from like talk therapy to like crystal therapy to sound healing energy work I believe encompasses a lot um however energy manipulation is something that should be reserved just for the self okay like manipulating other people's energies is not okay and I feel like because of our lack of knowledge and awareness um, and understanding of energy as human peoples, it's difficult to really consent to what is going to be going on, all right? For both parties, it's difficult to consent, okay? Um. So I just urge you to when it comes to energy just stick stick to yourself. And I'm gonna be here talking about meditation and tapping and sound healing. I'm gonna be talking about jostling. And nature walks and eating colorful, delicious root vegetables. <laughs> I'm gonna be talking about lighting incense and vocalization and affirmation and prayer. All right. This is energy work. Me talking to you, talking to the void. That's that could be energy work. And I singing a song that too could be energy. Right. next time you are out in the dark of night at 5.45, look up in the sky towards the drinking gourd and follow her, she'll show you the way. (laughs) <laughs> Again, I am T Miliani. Thank you uh, for tuning in to another episode of Drink and Gore Podcast where I, your host, T Miliani, just share some insights and spiritual musings. Um, about how to follow whatever your true north is to healing. I love y'all so much. Please share this podcast. I, I'll be so happy if you share this podcast and I'll be happier if you engage and then make a comment below. All right. Take care, y'all. I hope that you have a great start to your moon cycle. happy new moon I love you. four three two one zero thanks for being orbit.